You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. Go ahead. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Well, we lost three nothing. Yeah. We lost three, we lost three nothing at home. 
right. and that that kind of ain't supposed to happen. But, we but, uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into sports. that a bit later. Yeah. The, the, uh, the the unimaginable happens in this in, in in sports. That's what makes it great. There is no script. So again, we will talk about that. Got some sound from Atlanta United's match with Austin. First time they went up against them. Yeah, so you can, you can blame it on that. He says, hey, we ain't seen these dudes before. We don't know what we're well, going to expect. But they're they coming so, in here in front well, of capacity crowd. They should have been we, intimidated. We will. Ain't nobody intimidated just playing professional sports, period. I don't know. No team going this into no place, building. This this place used to have an aura about it. When used this, when to. When started. It's yeah. Had, it, it had an aura about it because but, of what they were able to do, and no other team in the league can do it. Well, There's I, only one other team that can match the attendance. Now and, and that's uh and that's Charlotte. Okay, well, say, like I said, save it. We save it. We're gonna talk about this at six forty. We got that going on. We got Braves. We're gonna talk about coming later on the show. We we got race. Well, we the Braves. They won it. Braves won four three. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, racing going on Atlanta Motor Speedway. And oh man, it is quite dark out there. They got they're doing reports from there already. Weather forecast uh, poses problems for the NASCAR weekend, but I think they're gonna get things in. Yeah, um, they didn't. They didn't have qualifying yesterday, so uh, they go by points. Right. So Chase Elliott is on the pole for the race that's uh, scheduled to go off later on today, uh, around three o'clock. And remember, this is a four hundred, not a five hundred. Right. You got Quaker fewer State. laps. So I mean, you know, to me, you're not going to be just out there positioning. You're going to go out there and like every lap kind of means something. You think about all the lead changes uh, we had in the race in the spring. Forty six lead changes. And so you know, it's a new track. Yeah. Everybody's get, everybody's getting used to it, and they find little crevices and nooks and crannies and all of that stuff about what Atlanta Motor Speedway. And we had Brandon Hutchinson talking about, you know, it's it is it's like a brand new toy, and they're enjoying it. And the racers, the driver, excuse me, will also take their time. You could talk to every driver, and they tell you where every pothole was. I mean, at least it felt like a pothole. It, it but, used to be on that track. Yeah, on to. that track, they knew exactly where to, it was. Like the it was like the dead wood at the old Boston Garden. <laughs> they knew. Yeah. Wait, okay, stay away from over here because your ball ain't going to bounce true. So we have that we'll be talking about this morning. But Sam, got to remind you that Kenny Maine has joined the Odyssey family. Has with, he? With a new podcast called Hey Maine. Really? Each week, Kenny talks to someone he knows a little and is fascinated by a lot. Athletes, musicians, celebrities, and just about anybody else. You can download Hey Maine on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. That's one down and six to go. Outstanding. Make sure we do a little <laughs> ain't living there. Um, so th- this show, and again, feeling much better than yesterday. Okay. Came in here yesterday. Don't remember. Well, doesn't matter what I remember because that was slight. But also, I just I was on fumes. Yeah. And you've come in here after, um, you know, maybe covering the game, going somewhere with Georgia State, and coming the next morning, and it's just just a little off. And that's where I was. I was still basically driving up seventy five, looking for Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Well, you look at the buckets I, to let you know you're getting close to Macon. Getting close to 40, 475. Yeah, to go around and, Macon. And and I make sure I get Jesse walked before then we get to that point because she I'm not stopping. Once I get off 475, that's the home stretch. We're not stopping and pulling over and doing whatever. Got the gas in the car, <laughs> right home. I might make a stop around McDonough sometimes when I get in. If I'm going, going on that way, I'm McDonough or – there's a truck stop I like that's right there at uh, the Barnesville Jackson exit, where the where the yeah for the race. No, oh no, the Jackson's no. farther south. That's right, Jackson, Hampton. Jackson, yeah, that's that's farther Jackson, up. Jackson, that's where the hot seat is. The hot seat. Yeah, electric chair. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that down there, buddy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a club owner that had a big farm there in Jackson, really, and used to have parties every Sunday. Really? 
Yeah. What a place to have. Yeah. Party. He, this, this, <laughs> well, I guess I guess it's not the chair anymore. It's the with the, the, the. You don't pick up hitchhikers in that area. No, no. I'm talking about now. They they do the, the oh the injection the injection. Yeah. Okay. So it's different. They don't they don't shock you. Rest in peace, Jack Alardi. Really? I just leave it. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever go to a party down there? Oh, yes, I did. I went. I went to a few. I was a regular. <laughs> you were yeah. You, the guy, the I can't guy. imagine you being a regular in Jackson, Georgia. No, I wasn't hanging out in Jackson. I went from I got off the interstate, went right to his farm, and then yeah, I got and back in the car and came back, back home. Yeah. Man. <laughs> the guy was a club. He had he had a bevy of clubs in the city, and a few of them were shoe modeling establishments. Okay, and I knew I was real close with um, this this dude to write checks for charity at the drop of a hat. Okay, there used to be an event here in Atlanta called the Greatest Single Night. This is years ago, decades okay. before I was married and all of that. And they used to somehow, single folks could sign up and be a part of this, but it was all a benefit for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Okay. So you're raising money for them. And so this is when I was just out and about, you know. And out I had about. met the, out and about. <laughs> and see about and the man, one of his managers and I became friends. And so I was telling him about this because somebody in the radio asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. I was like, sure. And that's where I went out to Dean Gardens for the first time. Dean Gardens is a very special. I don't even know if it's still there. He has it open to the public. He has events out there. And don't ask me who Dean is, but he rich. This this was a place like Rick Ross's. Okay. okay. But more spread out. And he would host events there. And this was there. But again, it's all for cystic fibrosis. Right? So you're out there for a great cause. But this dude, this this club owner, he like you want to do this? Oh yeah, man, I want to put my name on it because it was as if they were always trying club owners. That is, some of them trying to be looked at as legit. They were always kind of looked at with a skunk eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got that little place. Huh? So that that reminded me that when you said Jackson, Georgia, <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com. All right, here's what we got coming up. I'm looking forward to talking to a few people. Uh, that are coming up on the show. Obviously, we're going to talk to Corey McCartney from the Diamond with Grant McCauley. You can hear that show live later today around 5 o'clock, but uh, Grant, Corey is a regular on the show. We're going to talk about Braves. We are going to talk to Dustin Long. We just got through talking about NASCAR. First time we've talked to Dustin in a while. NBC starts the coverage of NASCAR. Yeah, they started last week, and the races are on USA Network. Yeah, in case you, I saw that you're wondering, yeah. you know, they're on USA Network, folks. I mean, you got to. Figure out where they are. That's that's with the change over to NBC. And one of the things that we are going to do, and we can't assume everybody was listening. We get new audiences. We get people in mobile, especially from last week because everybody was traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, so you might have missed a great story told by Mr. Crenshaw, and he told it to Brandon Hutchinson um, at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Brandon did not know this story about Richard Petty. I'm going to ask Dustin if he knows this story. If you have not heard the story of how Richard Petty signs his name, gives an autograph, you need to hear this story. It's coming up. I'm going to tell that again at 9 o'clock hour. I think it's a great story. And also, Russell Baxter. We don't get a chance to talk to Russell. we got football right around the corner. Yeah. He has got opinions about a number of things, that well, regularly. But as we have watched what has gone on this offseason, going to get his perspective. So Russell's going to join us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. And you know what? We had some fun yesterday. We talked yeah, we to did. our first Hall of Famer, <laughs> didn't we? First yeah. Hall of Famer, a guy who was he was already labeled the Hall, Hall of Famer. We've talked to some people who became Hall of Famers, like Calvin Johnson, but Michael Irvin joined us yesterday, the playmaker, and we had a good time with him. He was in town speaking of NASCAR for NASCAR, but we got a chance to ask him some questions. And listen, I, I felt bad for a minute, but then I didn't because 
yeah, some of these questions he's answered ad nauseum. But this was our first chance to talk to him. That's so true. sorry. <laughs> you gotta do you gotta go through this exercise again. And, and it seemed like he didn't mind. It seemed like he totally had fun with it. And we do. And of course we tried to find a way of delivering it in a different way. But yeah, it was nice. So we're gonna replay our Michael Irvin interview coming up at nine o'clock straight up. So please, 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 please stick around for that on this day where Lady Godiva made her famous naked ride. Yep. Lady Godiva. This was the day. And now I'll give you I'll this pay you. This before or after the chocolate. I, this is before. Okay. She, what she did gave her, you know, you don't get you don't get nothing named after your chocolate until you do something. Like they didn't make, make a Reggie bar before them three home runs in the World Series. You do you ever have a Reggie bar? No. Reggie Jackson, man, you never I had. Know, a I Reg- know who it was. I just but, never had one. Did you ever see one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they made they made it after he had done mm-hmm. his feet. Well, mm-hmm. this is before the chocolate. She, according to history. Uh, you know, there's no paperwork. Depends on who you listening well, to. Well, it depends on because uh, you know there wasn't there wasn't a Cronkite back in. I'll pay your rent if you can tell me what year this happened. Oh, I don't even remember. All yeah, I, I didn't know either. Believe all me, I, know I didn't is know. I see the chocolate when I go to Macy's, but go ahead. Ten forty. Ten forty. That's when Lady Godiva made her famous ride through Coventry. She did it through Coventry, Mister Crenshaw, and she did it of course through lowered taxes. That was the reason why she did it. Really? Yes. So it wasn't. It wasn't. She was just drunk and jumped on a horse. She was. She had a purpose behind her ride, and you can't fault the person for doing that. You wanted to get someone's attention. She didn't have to put on shoes. <laughs> she just jumped on a horse. Next thing you know, she's got a chocolate bar named after her. <laughs> Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The oh Game my. Okay, that, that that gets you going in oh, the morning. Oh, okay. oh, 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 on this day, yeah. did you have a good rest of your Saturday? Because I know both of us were kind of. I mean, I was really yeah, dragging more. I, than you, I was dragging, but, but but you know what? I didn't go right to sleep. I stayed awake. I went and got together. Went went to visit with visit with somebody. And it wasn't until later in the afternoon, and that's what got me kind of bum-fuzzled starting out this morning because I, I did I should have gone home and knocked out. I didn't. Yeah. I knocked out later. I woke up, um, caught the end of the right at the end of the Braves, and Atlanta United was down 2-0. I was like, whoa. And then I watched SRX racing, and that, that, that was on by the time I got up in Nashville. Did you watch any of the, so you didn't see any of the American Century Classic? Championships, I, I should say. Of it, no. Man, I had just sitting there drooling the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I know you were sitting there I because you were out there with them. And it was, it, it seemed to be more people out there this time than there was leading up to the pandemic because people had missed it. Yeah, it hadn't been the, able to go. The boats weren't out there like they were. The people were, they were all, that 17th hole is the party hole. That's where they got the basketball rim and they throw footballs from the boats and the folks standing there to whoever and they throw them all kinds of stuff. Then they sign it and throw it back to them. Even Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he was actually affable for a while. It, it, well, it appeared that way. Barkley yeah. was out there. T- and there's all kinds of bets about Charles not finishing in the top 70. Now, that <laughs> sounds absurd when you think about it, but we all know what his swing used yeah, to be. Oh, yeah, that no. swing is gone. That swing is gone. Barkley got himself. I mean, he got a swing that people his size have. Yeah. yeah. But that hitch in his giddy-up is gone. Oh my goodness. And he has made bets with Aaron Rodgers, Steph Curry, and, and there were some comments. You could tell there were still some some issues between Charles doing his job and saying what he has said about the Golden State Warriors and Steph hearing it. And when they ask him questions about that, you can tell that there's still a little something. Just a there. little bit, huh? Hey, jump shooting teams will never win a championship. That was just one of them. 
So <laughs> it's Ooh. a little trash talking was still going on. Uh, it's uh, the 10th day of July. We hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend so far. We're going to come back here and talk about our Braves and what they're doing so far and the sustainability of it as we approach the All-Star break and how many folks maybe, maybe not, going to be on that plane out to L.A. for the All-Star game. It's Sam and Greg just getting started. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I was just sitting here a little bit more, George. Oh, yeah. What you know about that, George Michael? Uh-oh. What do I know? <laughs> you know, you you got to watch how you step to us when it comes to stuff like that. Because you seem to, have, like, you, you come with good intentions, and then we kind of, like, give you the fact. You go, oh, I know that. <laughs> what do you know about George Michael? Oh, I remember that one, man. I was a young cat, but I, I remember him cleaning up the Grammys for that album. That's what I remember. Okay. What did he yeah. do before that? He was Wham. Okay. What was his partner's name? Okay, Dad. I need lifeline on that one. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen the um, the um, what's that thing James Corden used uh, did? He's getting ready to walk away too. Oh yeah, the carpool karaoke. The carpool yeah. karaoke. Yeah. Have you seen that one he did with George? No. Well, I mean, George, you know is, no, George, George is no lo- George is no longer with us, so that was got to be a little that older. Was, that's the reason yeah. why you need to see it, because okay. it was his first one. Really? And it was over in England. He hadn't even you come know, here we, to You start actually mentioned that once before. I need right. to go back. I'm going to go back and, I'm and, go back and find it. He's doing like a comedy, uh, comedy eight thing, or what was those things that Whoopi and, and Billy Crystal and, and, uh, and Robin Williams used to do? I think it was attached to that, but there, there was, theirs was over in England. Okay. Oh, what was that thing called? Right, Eric, could you could you lay a little that that the 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 tele the, not telethon, the charity that Billy Crystal, the TV show Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg, and Robin Williams did to raise money, and it had a name and I can't remember, but that's where James Corden, either attached to that or a version of it in mm-hmm. England, did, and his first carpool karaoke was with George Michael. And he was actually on his way to do that event to perform to a stand-up. And George wanted to go with him. And George, he's like, Mike, I can't tell you. <laughs> You're a mess. You know, and, wow. and there was a good back and forth. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. If you didn't get a chance to see yesterday's Braves game against the Nationals, we're going to give you some post-game sound. But just, to, I mean, it started early. It started early with Austin Riley setting the tone for the game. You know, I'm feeling good. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me is just, you know, staying in the zone, staying, uh, you know, with my plan and approach. Uh, and, and when I do that, I, I, I give myself a pretty good chance. And that's just what he did. He's done, done those great things. He factored in practically everything they scored. But here's what he was talking about. And he rifles that ball deep left center field. That's what he does. Right Big off time. first inning, bottom of the first inning. Number 22 of the season for Riley. And uh, he's just continued to show 
state his case for possibly being on that plane to L.A. When we look at the players from the Braves team that uh, may or should get a chance to go, we'll find out later on today who the uh, rest of the position players are um, for the All-Star teams. That comes up later on today, I think around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Uh, let us know who those are. So we, you're we, talking we, about a packed plane going out there? Should be. A packed should plane? Should be. So we got – we got. We don't have hot, We're go. one of the hottest teams in the league, yeah. And, and we and we and, and we the champions. And we're leaving one home. Who's that? Ozzy. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna leave at least one home that, that probably had a chance to be out there. Right, but you well. know, we got a we got a we got a we got a pretty good group of folks. We probably be taking you know the shortstop, maybe the third <laughs> baseman, maybe somebody from the bullpen. Well, both both catchers. That's going to be crazy if both them dudes make it. Both, I mean, I'm talking about the, the, the brothers. Oh, yeah. But I, mean, but, but, I mean, both, both catches could, could could potentially make it. Now, my thing is this. Do we have a representative in the home, home run derby? Why? I'm just saying. No, that, I don't care about that. I really don't. Well, I don't want – because I've heard too many horror stories about people swing, going sideways, and they don't need to prove anything, especially now because they prove – Yachemi will be in the holes. Well, you know, it, it hurts when I try to swing hard with my – World Series ring, things like that. You can oh, just say gosh. to shut it down. Well, who would you want in there? Austin? I don't know. Uh, probably Austin. Okay. Well, he, you know, well, he, he. I don't think he hadn't done it before, right? I mean, we've had Acuna in it before. Yeah. I don't. I, me personally, if none of them participate, I'm cool with that. I really am. Don't need it. They don't need to prove anything. You know what kind of power they've got. You know what they do, and I don't want any kind of oblique tweet while they're sitting there trying to jerk them out of Chavez Ravine. Nah, there's no need. He's sitting here with a World Series ring, and that's the hardware they want. And if he didn't win it, he can still say, well, you know, had a great time out here, but, you know, we're defending champs. We're going to be defending champs. I think if you're invited to be a part of it and you haven't done it before, at least give it once. Don't be LeBron James. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to be a billionaire who's got a pocket full of rings and one of the top players of all time. But but never participated in the slam dunk competition. It's, It's practically killed the slam dunk competition. Why? No, why you, you want to say that? Yes. He, how did he kill by, it? By, by not participating. Well, he's supposed to come up. The reason he didn't participate, prior, I believe. Prior to him, all of the greats that's right. participated in the slam dunk. They also didn't have load management. There's a lot of you things know. those guys didn't do that these new players. I get it. We have a disconnect with this particular situation. I don't have any kind of problem with it. And what did we say before he started turning down invitations to be in it? Man, all the dunk's been done. That's what we were saying. That watched that had been watching the slam dunk contest from its inception, going back to 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 to, to who was it David Thompson? David Thompson. Yeah, going back to him. By that time when he was coming up, folks figured. I mean, look, are you jumping over Cadillacs and and between the legs, and and it took them six times to make the junk dunk they were trying to do till they put a limit on it. I felt like what a lot of people were saying they'd all been done. I couldn't be impressed anymore. Now, well, fellas, I, I I don't think that would have that was would have been LeBron's, um, you know, thing for this. People had never seen LeBron's agility and power before. Le, Le, the type of dunks that LeBron was doing, you know, he could have done a dunk that somebody's seen, but the fact that he's so big, strong, and powerful, it would have given it another dimension to the dunk. Yeah, well, I I've seen that before. His name was Sean Kemp. He ain't the player that LeBron is, but he is as big and had as massive dunks as LeBron did. But he wasn't LeBron James. He wasn't LeBron James as a player. We're talking about one competition, and Sean Kemp brought that. And you're talking about doing something different. A home run is the same thing. You hit a bat. I mean, if you're going 
you're going to flip the bat after you do it, but you're not going to flip the bat because you're waiting for another pitch. I, I Bob made a Scooby Doo noise and turned my head. I didn't. I didn't understand the. the but because you're talking the about all the differences with, 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 and you're talking about why Austin Riley shouldn't be. Well, I just in said the I home run not derby. shouldn't. I just don't care if he doesn't. I don't care if he doesn't. But to your point, listen. I, you want as much visibility for your hometown team as humanly possible. I understand that. But what I have heard from people who have participated in that, we've all heard. Man, I wish I hadn't done that. I tweaked this. I, you know, I was trying too hard. Whatever the case may be, and since that is a possibility, I don't want to do anything to derail or give these guys a little something, you know, that they didn't have going to All Star Weekend. Now, call me over, you know, protective, but still, I. There's some things you can control. Some things you can't control that put you on the DL or or hamper your swing. This is something that you can control. Who won last year? Alonzo. Okay. Did you know that off the top of your head there, Eric? He didn't know. Yeah. I'm saying we do this. That's probably why you remember, but I don't think most people remember who won last year. Yeah. And didn't he go – wasn't there a competition? He was, like, right at the end with somebody hold, hold else. Hold on, Sam. The guy from the Knicks won last year. From the Mets. <laughs> uh, are we talking about a slam dunk? Are y'all no, talking about the, the home run derby? Home run derby. <laughs> yeah. So Peter Alonzo won. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was funny. So y'all were doing <laughs> back and forth. I, yeah. I'm still thinking well, basketball. We're trying to talk about All-Star Game and who should be there now. Yeah. Right. You know, yes, yesterday we had a pitcher that I think pitched his way on into the All-Star I Game. I believe you. I absolutely. Kyle right now has 10 wins, went seven solid innings. That's what you want from your starter. Seven innings, uh, scattered eight hits, struck out five, and he gets the he gets the win. And uh, 10 wins, it really should be 11. Um, but he has 10 wins, and to me, that should get him a spot. Uh, on this all-star team. Especially if your manager's picking. <laughs> Especially if your manager's picking the <laughs> yeah. team. You know, he and uh, Freed, I think, should both uh, be there. So this is plane is getting crowded. If you notice, there'll be more and more folk we getting included on this thing. Nolan uh, Nolan Arenado. Yeah. How do you say his name? Yeah, from the Cardinals. He's the one that, you, you know, is standing in front of Austin. As far as getting there, because got you know Manny Machado has been voted yeah, in, yeah. and so and and, it, come, it comes down to the manager's decision. Well, you figure Dansby's going to be there. I, will Ozzy even show up if he's I, chosen? I, I, I guess you can go if you don't, don't if you if you're chosen and don't play, you can make the, hmm, as a reserve. How much fun would you want to be there if you if you don't get a chance? Well, you're to traveling play? with you for him. It would be great because you know, hey, he got the personality. Uh, uh, that you want to be around, dude, dude, and he ain't got to worry about playing. You know what? It's, it's vacation time. But don't let that votes fool you. Yes, he's second in the voting, but Ozzy's not having an all-star caliber season. He's not. There's a lot of players that that aren't that are voted in because it's just their but, name. But he wasn't voted in. He was number no, two. No, no, he's number voting. two, right. So yeah, now yeah. the yeah. ones who get picked as reserves have earned it. So if you're picking the reserves right now, Brian Snicker or not, Ozzy Albies is not an all-star this year. He wasn't an all-star before he got injured. He was in a batting slump before he got injured. Yeah, his power was. numbers is down. His average is down. So Ozzy's not going. Yeah, a lot of people with their bottom lip poked out after that. <laughs> but we hope. Truth but, hurts. <laughs> but we hope that Cal Wright will go and hear his thoughts after yesterday. Yeah, I mean, anytime you get strike one, that's that's the best pitch in baseball. So um, being able to control the count and, and go from there um, definitely gives you a lot more options. And then from there, you don't have to be quite as fine, and um, you can try to. Be a little more aggressive with some stuff, and then from that point, you get soft contact, swings and misses. So, anytime you get strike one, um, obviously that's huge. So, to be able to do get that many was um, definitely, I think, why I was able to have a good day today. 
And that's a big deal. You want to get ahead of those hitters. Yeah. Well, it's it's always. Yeah. And the thing about it is that was always the the perception around the league when it came to Braves pitchers. You know, first it was the big three, and now what we got right now, you know that they're going for strike one. So posing batters come up there ready to swing, trying to get that first shot. And then you got to worry about the shift. And so sometimes it gets you thinking, are you looking forward to that thing going away next year? Or are you have an opinion one way or the other? I don't really have an opinion, you know. It's, it's, it's a defensive, defensive alignment. Um, they want to do it. I mean, it's part, it's part of strategy. It's part of strategy for baseball. But uh, they're gonna, they say it's going to go. Let it go. It was always maddening to me that these guys wouldn't make the adjustments, some of them, especially when there was a runner on second or third and they need to drive that dude in. And these are professional hitters. And what do we hear about professional hitters? Especially when you get, I'll give you an example. You got a guy coming out of the bullpen, or striders out of mile, regularly up near 100 miles an hour. Right. Well, he's going to get these guys these first few innings when, when the rotation happens. But the third time around, every major league, not only player, but coach, manager will tell you that major league players can catch up to a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. You can only get away with that stuff so long. You better have some breaking stuff, right? Yeah. So if they can make that adjustment, why can't they make the adjustment to go to the opposite field? It's not like you're getting thrown inside pitches all the time. So it's, that was always maddening to me because you can just dink it down there or just bunt it. If you're going to – listen, live but, on – But, but uh, to me, you get players, especially the veteran guys, the guys who have been around longer and longer and longer, it's harder to make that adjustment if that's not who you've always been. So, I mean, to me, the guys who've been out, the younger guys, we talk about Michael Harris, don't make no difference where you pitch it. But, I mean, he's fresh up, you know, young in the league, and that's his deal. He hits it to all fields. But, I mean, you see a lot of guys who have tendencies to pull, just like Freddie Freeman. He's been in the league for a time. They know you. Well, Freddie's a professional hitter. I've seen Freddie go the opposite way. Not, not, not on a regular, though. No, well, he's going to have to on a regular. I'm you talking know, about those times where you have a runner in place. You need to get that run in. Right. To help you. I have you, seen, you, you, we've you, seen you, Freddie do that we've before. He's done it some, but I mean, that's why they put the shift on for him. You yeah, know? Well, he goes against the shift. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Some players just, they just ain't going to do it. Okay. And that's, like, that's what I'm saying. It's maddening at times when you're supposed to be a professional hitter. And if it's about the team as opposed to your numbers, man, just. Bunted at times the way some of these guys are played, you know, just get it down there and 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 let them may have to make a play, but this will all be obsolete next year. But they're still sticking that runner on second base for extra innings, right? Yeah, but I ain't going nowhere. Uh, we are going to switch gears here and talk <sighs> as much as we can about Atlanta United and what happened yesterday. That is up next. But coming up later on in the and the show, Russell, Russell Baxter is going to join us. I like to just call him an NFL pro, uh, podcaster. He's not really with a show, per se. But Russell's our, one of our go-to people when, it talks, uh, when we want to talk NFL. We've got Corey McCartney joining us. Dustin Long, NBC's coverage of NASCAR. Started last week. They are obviously here in town. We're going to talk to him. And, of course, Eric's World coming up at the 7 o'clock hour. It is Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. It is Sam and Greg. 
on this 10th day of July. It looks like an okay morning so far. We got clouds all over the place, but at least we ain't got no rain coming down at yet. At least not yet. At least not oh, yet. Man. And down the Atlanta Motor Speedway, uh, folks are waking up this morning, and you know, any rain overnight, they're going to squeeze off that track and and hope that it stays <laughs> away. Off. That's a good picture. Yeah, they <laughs> out there they, with a big squeegee. They go. They're going to do it the <laughs> best they can do it. You know, track drying used to be a whole different procedure. Yes, it did. You know, track drying has come a long way. Now, I mean, you know, a few of the big tracks used to have those jet things, of, you know, like a jet yeah. engine. They would spray, you would go around the track and drive Just push off it toward the middle now because now it's tw- from 23 to 28. But they Agreed. used to be a thing where you would get a tow truck yep. and put three or four tires behind it and lie those <laughs> tires down on the road yeah. and just drive around the track. Says, man, we're going to be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, they had the jet drives that, that, that drive the track off a lot. A lot faster than it used to. Man, let me talk about what happened down at, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium last night. Did, what did happen? Boy, if you could uh, explain uh, what happened, wow. a lot of people would be like, you know, wow. they'd like to know just that. Wow, and I mean, social media just has gone all, all over the place with this thing. And, and, and Eric, I'm going to bring you in here, Eric Slaughter, because you were over there. Um, to have things go as wrong as they did, as, as soon as they did, um, you know, and it seems like the team just can't figure a way to get things back. This was the first home match in three on the road, and now they're back for three. Yeah. And they got to turn right around and play again on Wednesday. Right. They got a whole lot of time to get to digest this. Nope. They, gotta, you, they, got, they probably forgot about it. Y'all chewing this up like this is going to last. And they probably they have to have forgotten about it. Well, I mean, it's only about 12 hours, not even right. quite 12 about hours About two hours so after, the, after the game. Move well, on. Two, two hours after the game, they were still talking. Because they, they had a closed-door meeting that lasted for a while. But th- this one – the taste that that game leaves in your mouth for the the fans, the players, the coaches, the upper level management. I mean, no one went home with a smile on their face. I mean, and then to have that showing, this is the first time all season that they opened up the entire building. Yeah, biggest crowd, biggest home crowd of the season, and to come out there, no energy, no continuity on offense. Now, I want to say no continuity because they had a great passing around the perimeter game, but they got the shots on goal were. Very, very sporadic, and it was way too much one on one. Everybody was trying to be the hero, no setting up the other player. They had one good fast break in the whole game, and that wasn't until the 65th minute of the game. I uh, mean, and the thing of it is, a stat I'm starting to throw out of the window with this team is possession. Yeah, because it seems like every week they go out and they they have yeah. the they have possession time. As far as the ball, they always top that out. Right, because they can pass the ball around the perimeter, you know, just like a, a basketball offense just going around the three-point line. They, they were making no moves, no cuts, and no passes that got them shots on goal. All they do is pass it around, pass it around, pass it around, and Austin had a great defense. Now, this team, of course, obviously when this season started, you had a collection of players that you felt like should have made this team a competitive team in the league and one of the better teams in the league. Of course, we have a goalkeeper that we've always had who's done for the season. We have a player that also plays for the U.S. national team that is gone for the season. We've had a number of injuries now, but, you know, you still feel like you have enough of those players there, and the ones who have come in to replace them should give you good representation of what this team can actually do, and that's not happening. And Joseph Martinez has some thoughts after the match last night about it. Well, they don't appreciate the, the jersey and what we do it for a long time. Probably that's the most problem because the injury is not a problem. We, we play soccer and you can have injury every day. And uh, we are professional. It's not kids anymore. And if you come here, you have to know what we have to do. So if you don't come here for 100%, probably you know you don't have to choose this 
this club to play. So the people, that's a message for everyone. If you want to bring some guys, it's because they want to play here. And it's not because business. And um, that's happened for a long time. Wow. Damn, well, he's he doing his job. As the leader of that team, he called into question their heart. And we see that across the board in professional sports. So while we're not used to hearing it about this particular team, we would be complaining if somebody of that level didn't do it. So that's my take on it. He did exactly what he's supposed to do being the leader of that team. Y'all disagree with me? No, no. You, and, you know, it's great. Sam sent me that info because that was not a, um, you know, it's just soundbite. That was a visual press conference. Yeah. You could see the anguish in his face. And, you know, and you can look at it and he's like, these dudes don't respect his jersey. They need to come to work and, you know, yeah. play some ball because, like he said, we're professionals. And, by the way, and I know we, we talked about playing number nine next. Can we skip that and do number ten? To it. Well, only because it, it, it piggyback, piggybacks on what he just said and what we're discussing here. Let me know when you got that ready. Hit it. Sometimes you can, you can win, sometimes you, you can lose. It's a sport. Probably we have to apologize that people come here for watch the best soccer. was not the, the best day for us. Um, we tried to fight. They was a better team at the, than us. Yeah, the next game is the next game. You never know what happened next game. See, now to me, that sounds like a, a star who says in so many words, I was out there playing. We had a couple guys out there showing what they're supposed to be doing and doing what they're supposed to be doing and showing some heart, but some of these guys weren't. And for that, to the fans, I apologize. How many times have we seen that across the board with that one particular captain or player or the leader on the team, whatever, whoever he is? And that's the first time I remember him saying that. Am I right? I ain't heard Joseph Martinez call these dudes out like this. They ain't struggled like this. That's what I'm saying. They and that's his they job. And he apologized <laughs> to the event. So I'm, he I'm, saw it. I'm following on social media, and Doug Robertson, who was, uh, who was our guest yesterday, going into this match and talked about the team and the importance of, of them scoring first and, and doing some, uh, some things. And, of course, being not having those mental lapses that they've been plagued by you know, and and, re- and all seems like all this year they've right. had these little breakdowns and goals just kind of just oops goal happens. And uh, he talked about how I think this team is only one time before had a team meeting like this after a match. Um, I think it's 2019. I think last time that they they did that. So it's not a common thing because the team has been so successful, fresh out of the box. This team has been so successful. Uh, set a lot of you know milestones and and set a lot of records, especially attendance wise. Um, just like Eric said, this is the first time they opened up a deck all season. And you got a team coming in who's never been here before. Uh, they're a hot team. They're playing, they're playing well. They're a winning team. Uh, but they come in here and, uh, you know, in front of your biggest crowd of the year, you just flat out lay an egg. And you got to, you, like you said, you got to get past it. You got Salt Lake City yeah. coming up uh, Wednesday, 730. We have that here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. And, you know, I, I, I talk with uh, text back and forth with, with Mike Conte after the game. He says, because right now they're just not a good team. There you go. They're just not a they're just not a good team right now, and we're not so not accustomed to that. And but there's still more soccer to be played, and that, that, that that's my thing. Are people and and I dare say this because there are some people who are saying this on social media. Have some folks mailed it in. Well, that's what he's talking have about. Some, that that would be yeah. the, that to me, and, and that's what Joseph was saying. That would be unthinkable 
that you would have folks on this team who who mailed it in. You know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, that's just people on social media talking about what they're seeing and the effort and the way things continue to happen with this team. Mm-hmm. I, do, I don't think it's the coach. I, th- I think I think Pineda's a good coach. You know, I really and I think he's all season long tried to be confident. You know, people question sometimes on the back end giving up goals, but as long as they were attacking and getting those opportunities, you can say, okay, coach wants them to attack. They're attacking. They're getting shots. They're just not going. Now they're not attacking in the way. And I think that's the thing that's a telltale sign about this team. Whatever happened to them earlier in the season, they would still go out after even giving up a fluke goal or whatever, and they would attack. Yeah, uh, I mean, but the thing is, it's going to follow on Pineda now to find out what buttons to push and what changes to make. One of the major differences is those the fact that defensively, when Gazan would make a big stop, he would get that ball out there fast. Yeah. And, you know, I hate when a goalie gets the gets a stop and makes a, a five-feet pass to the first ball. No, get that ball out there to, to midfield and let your small, fast guys. This is what they are. They're not big. Martinez is a little guy, but he's fast and he's nifty. Almada is a little guy, fast and nifty. Get that ball out there and let them go. Yeah. And they didn't happen. And he's also a voice. He's also a voice in the locker room, too. Uh, that's also something else, Brad, because that, that, that they really miss. Well, Coach had something to say about it. We were dancing around a whole lot of things there. I just threw it out there, heart, and, and however you want to define it. But Coach put it this way as far as the, uh, the game yesterday. Yeah, well, I, I have to start with that because, yes, I think we always want to play good. And you can see that the team at times progresses the ball very well against a very solid team that came here to to be in the middle block and try to counter, uh, not really to play out from the back or really disrupting us. They were trying to break us through counterattacks, and they did very successful. So kudos to them because they had a very good game plan. But I think it's not anymore about only that, about only tactics and way to disrupt the field, the, the players, and how to, yes, we still want to play good football. We still want to create more and better chances than the opponent. But I felt that today we were, we were not ready to, to fight in the game that they presented to us. I feel like we were not ready to win the duels, to do all the little things, to run for each other. I felt that I didn't prepare the team properly in order to do that and to show them that that was the game plan for them and that we need to, to meet different expectations and standards for, for our team. You pick the sport. You pick the whether it's college or pros. That little diatribe right there can be a, can be broken down into one word. It's heart. You can't measure that. Sounds like he's saying the X's and O's are there. We need more. And when a team doesn't give that extra something, that's want to. That's heart. That's rebounding in basketball. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I hear. And what I'm hearing from you, and, and forgive me, I'll acquiesce to you guys because you follow follow them more. You guys are out there more watching this, but I, you know, I, I, I keep up with them a little bit on the periphery for purposes of obviously they're here and you want them to be successful. But the ebbs and flows and the changes that are happened with Atlanta United since they've hosted the championship has been, you know, you got coaching changes and you got player changes. But Joseph Martinez has been the X factor. He has been the guy who's been there the whole time. He's the leader of this team, and he's the one. Who knows that these guys belong at this level, but that's the play. It's the, like I said, the want to, the heart. When games like this happen, that when you don't see it, it makes you want to walk out into traffic because yeah. you think that they're all together. The chemistry's there. That's what the manager was talking about. We got all this other stuff working, but sometimes y'all got to fight and do some things that you're not used to doing. 
And that's what I'm hearing from you two. I'm hearing it from them. And the, but the good news is, it's only one game. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it yeah but you know what? It it, it's been it's almost been kind of snowballing a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah. I realize you're now on a four match losing streak with or, another or four, or four tough match, opponent. A four coming. match, a four match winless streak. Winless streak, right? Because you got a tie. You do have one. Yeah, you do. Okay. You, you, you got you got one draw there. Um, but you're not getting but you're not getting wins, and the, that's the thing. The worst thing for them, unlike you know, in baseball. They can't play tomorrow. So, I mean, luckily for them, they don't have to wait a whole week because now they do get to play on Wednesday because usually early in the season, you had five, six days to think about this. So you're right. By tomorrow, they got to be back on the game plan strategy because Wednesday's going to be here fast. But. And let me ask you this. We, we talk about this in other teams, in other sports. People get tapes. They, watch, they, check the, they check the top players out. They check how the team plays. Okay? Whatever is being seen right now by opponents of Atlanta United – where is the weakness? Where is the holes that you see they need to address this? You talked about the goalie not getting the ball out to, 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 to midfield instead of throwing it just 10 feet out there in front of them. Okay, maybe is there a strategy that the other guys are doing? Because, see, they're playing against somebody who's trying to stop them too. So right. maybe he sees something that makes it, I can't throw it out that far or whatever the reason I'm going to do what I did that aggravates you. My point is who else or what other parts of their play that you feel like, man, they didn't look like this early in the season. Is it because of injuries? Is it just because of, you know, you don't know. You don't, you, again, I well, use the word heart. Well, even though Yosef said you can't blame it on the injuries, it is an injuries. You lost a U.S. men's national team goalkeeper in Guzan, and you lost your best defender in, in Miles Robinson. That's hard to overcome. But like you said, you're a professional athlete. You're out here. I expect yeah. more than what you're giving us. The goalkeeper yesterday did not have a good day. Uh, he's got to be like a cornerback in football and forget it fast because if he has yeah. another bad day like that, they're on the the free agent list. Like, who can we bring in here? Well, they just, well, just brought one in and he yeah. retired this week. So Shuttleworth. They brought him in and he was not, doing, not being very effective at all. And he just retired, period, this yeah. week. So, so, I mean, it's something we've never had to worry about. Because, because we had Because Gazan has always been so reliable. And you wondered what the, the long-term impact was going to be with him being gone for the season. And, and, and now you're seeing it. Yeah. I mean, that's, you, you, you like to think one person doesn't make that big of a difference. Um, but because of what he does, basically, in the position on the field, but also he's, that, he's a voice that everybody has to pay attention to out there. And uh, – he is, he is he is sorely missing. They got to find some solutions. They still got more soccer to play. As Mr. Crenshaw said, uh, Atlanta United takes on Salt Lake City. That's going to be Wednesday, 7, 7 o'clock. Things get going as far as pregame and then kick at 7.30. You can hear that game right here. Coming up in 7 o'clock hour, we are going to talk to Russell Baxter, talk some NFL uh, movement and just everything that's going on with the league right now. Eric's World is also going to come up, but uh, Mr. Crenshaw is going to bring you up on what's going on locally. And if not, we'll find something else to talk about. It's Sam and Greg on this 10th day of July. Thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.